0: This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. Strangers and Aliens episode 262: Evan's MCU Viewing Order Shakeup. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Only say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien, or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Bummer. Versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci fi for God? The very first thing that God did so why is he was that He created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, a podcast about science fiction, faith, fantasy, and imagination. I am one of your hosts, Evan David, and in fact I'm the only host on this episode of the podcast. It's just me, Evan, and I'm here to talk to you and give you a guide, my guide, my personal guide, not the official endorsed by everybody strangers and aliens guide but my guide to how to watch the marvel cinematic universe in not only chronological order but an order that would make sense the most sense to a first-time viewer and sometimes these two Goals may contradict one another, but I think the end product is solid. That being said, keep in mind spoilers ahead. Spoilers. 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 Last a couple years ago, me and my friends sat down to watch all the MCU movies. In, in chronological order leading up to the age of ultron uh release and i think we may have had some people in there who either hadn't seen any of them or they had only seen a couple of them and so i was i was trying to figure out how can i order the movies uh in a way that for the first time viewer and the uninitiated to the comic book marvel universe uh how, how can I order them to make the most sense and so that they will retain knowledge of characters and events the best leading into the following films, blah, 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 blah. So I have constructed a letterboxed list, which I will make available in the podcast description for your reference. But if you want to have an MCU marathon, this is my recommended order. And I hope upon listening to this, that you will be able to see the merits of such a list, okay? So let's get started. Um, Number one, obviously, is going to be Captain America, the first Avenger. Now, some people may think because Iron Man was released first, Iron Man should be the first one on the list. This, of course, is utter folly because, as we all know, The release order is probably never the best order to order things when watching or reading. Um, But more on that in previous episodes of this podcast. So we're starting off with Captain America the First Avenger. Um, He's the foundation stone for the eventual Avengers team, as well as being... It's the first story in chronological order. The film begins and ends in the present with no mention of the other major heroes in the universe, so it fits nicely at the beginning. Um, We also get introduced to Peggy Carter, who will appear later. We also get introduced to Howard Stark, who will appear later in Iron Man. So this is what I would recommend watching first. And I think, I mean, if you're familiar at all with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you can see why this would be a good choice. Um, Then, optional, if you want to not only watch the movies, but every single piece of the Marvel Cinematic Universe after Captain America The First Avenger, Uh, I would recommend watching Marvel's Agent Carter Seasons 1 and 2 directly after this film because they pick up pretty much where this film left off and they follow Peggy on some adventures um, with continued cameos by Howard Stark and other characters. Okay, next up. It's Iron Man, the first one. Okay, And uh, this is next. Uh, For first-time viewers, they'll have been introduced to Tony's father already. Um, and Nick Fury already, so they'll have, they'll have been introduced to Nick at the end of Captain America, and then Nick will show up randomly in the credits of Iron Man. So I think that's a smoother transition into understanding the larger universe that's shaping up. Um, could be just me, but I think that works pretty well. Immediately after Iron Man, I recommend watching Iron Man Two. All right, so I've put this next to give first time viewers some closure. On Stark revealing his identity to the world, because if you remember the opening of this of this movie, it picks up pretty much with the bad guy watching the press conference of Iron Man revealing himself. I think watching this one before the Hulk movie gives the Hulk's after credit scene some more context, um, because now we are more familiar with the world being. Familiar as with Tony Stark as Iron Man. And so when Iron Man comes to the bar and talks to General Ross in the Hulk movie, um, it would make a little bit more sense that, okay, of course, Ross is familiar with that Iron Man is is Tony Stark. Um, also, we see, if you're really paying attention, uh, you see that uh, when Tony is talking to Nick Fury at the end of Iron Man 2, on the screens, there's live news footage of the Hulk uh, crashing through um, the university, so just some just some intersecting lines there, and then also we see more of Nick Fury in this one. So it's just a continued thread of we can we're continuously seeing Nick Fury again and again and again in these three movies. So it's I think for first time viewers, it's going to help them really solidify with that character and the concept of Shield at large. So then we have the Incredible Hulk uh after iron man 2 it's got subtle references to shield and stark industries and that should click a little better for first-time viewers when they see that other than that there's not too much intersecting with the other mcu movies but i think watching those other three first that'll that'll just help first-time viewers pick up on the subtlety um then i've got thor after that So you've got Dr. Selvik in Thor. He comments about Bruce Banner. That should hopefully click better with first-time viewers. I think having this one directly before the Avengers gives us a nice transition from the Earth-based sci-fi of the previous movies to the outlandish alien invasion motif of the Avengers. It's a nice bridge movie. (laughs) huh? Bridge. Because it's Thor. It's a Thor joke. Okay. Then, of course... We've covered all of phase one. So then it's time for the Avengers. And I really don't think that needs any explanation Uh, after the Avengers. Once again, if you're doing the optional entire MCU viewing after the Avengers, watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one, episodes one through seven directly after this film. Stop after seven because there's movies that need to be watched in between seven and the next episodes. Okay, so here's where we break away a little bit. Alright, so after Avengers, I am recommending Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, you could put Guardians at the end of Phase 2, but it really doesn't matter because it's just so far removed. Putting it right after the Avengers gives us a nice break. It lets Earth rest and time pat to pass after the invasion, making for a better transition back to the Earth-based movies later, plus having been introduced to Thanos in the Avengers, seeing him and his servant in this movie directly after will help it click better for first time viewers, in my opinion. I think this is really true, because Guardians of the Galaxy, we see that same creepy guy who was talking to Loki the whole time in the Avengers again, and then we see more of the guy he was talking to in the chair, it's Thanos. I think it's really gonna help people click a little better if they're brand new to this stuff, and it, it'll it minimize the- need for you to stop after the credits of the movie or stop in the middle of the movie and explain what's going on um, which is the goal of this list all right then immediately after guardians of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy 2 now realize in real life there's three years in between these movies releases but volume 2 is one of the few marvel movies i think that is taking place out of chronological order um, because usually in release order they try to keep it in real time, in-universe. If you really, really pay attention, you'll pick up on that. Um, But this happens, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 only happens a few months after Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Um, So put it right after Guardians of the Galaxy. So you got both Guardians of the Galaxy back-to-back right after the Avengers. Now we're transitioning back to Earth-ish with Thor the Dark World. So right after... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Thor of the Dark World. This the show Agents of Shield helps establish a continuity for us here. The Dark World tie-in episode takes place in the Autumn after Avengers 1. Having this after Guardians will also help first-time viewers in understanding the end credit scene uh, much better. So in the end credit scene of Thor of the Dark World, we see the collector in his collection, and we really don't there's really not a huge uh, reference to when this is. There's no reference to the the red, flowy Infinity Stone in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, so I think you could easily put uh, G- uh, Thor of the Dark World after Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's going to help people who have already seen Guardian- Guardians of the Galaxy. The end scene credits where Volstagg and all of them show up, That's at the collectors, that's really going to help them click with that. Um, so then... Optional extended viewing after watching Thor the Dark World. You should then watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes 8 through 11 directly after this. Okay, then we have Iron Man 3. And this is Christmas after Avengers 1. So, theoretically, it should take place after Thor 2. Makes sense in my mind. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, then after watching Iron Man 3... For the extended viewing, you can watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes 12 through 16 directly after this. Stop at 16, though, because then it's time for Captain America The Winter Soldier. This takes place in the spring after Avengers 1, as established in the continuity by Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., an essential show to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So after you watch Captain America The Winter Soldier, you should watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes 17 through 22. And then you're finished with season one, finally, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, so that's pretty pretty good, I think. I think it's a, a good list so far. After Captain America, this uh, Winter Soldier, I'm going to say you should watch Doctor Strange. And you could place Doctor Strange elsewhere, but I like putting him here, And there's as there's nothing really in the movie that connects him to any other particular point in time. He was referenced in the previous movie, The Winter Soldier, so hopefully this will help first-timers connect those dots a little easier. Or not, it doesn't really matter, but I think this is a good spot for him. So after Doctor Strange, then you can watch uh, episode episodes 1 through 19 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2. It's all very confusing. I hope you're taking notes. Once again, the the full list written out for you will be available in the description of this podcast episode. So right after uh, Doctor Strange, I'm gonna put on there Avengers Age of Ultron. And we're gonna call phase two complete, okay? Right after Avengers Age of Ultron, I'm putting Thor Ragnarok. Man, Evan, your list, it's so out of order. But yeah, but I think it's gonna make a lot more sense for first-time viewers, and I think we're doing some wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. I don't think it matters. I think it's going to help it flow better. It's going to connect all the dots and make a lot more sense. So after Age of Ultron, go right to Thor Ragnarok. I like this directly after Ultron as Thor's dream pool vision and Hulk's disappearance are two of the biggest unsolved or unresolved threats which get resolved in Thor Ragnarok. So those are the two big unresolved threads from Ultron. They get resolved in Ragnarok. And with no other real ties to other films, I think this is a good place for this movie to go. Plus, I like how it ties in nicely to General Ross's comments later in Civil War, where General Ross is like, do you you know where Thor and Banner are right now? If I would have misplaced two megaton nuclear bombs you could bet there'd be consequences so we as the audience will have, we'll already know where Thor and Banner are right now so I don't know I like it I like putting it there okay then we can take a break from the movies because after Thor Ragnarok I'm going to recommend that you watch Daredevil season 1 Jessica Jones season 1 and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 3 episodes 1 through 19 directly after this film yes Okay, then after Thor Ragnarok, we're going back to Earth. We're going to watch Ant-Man. Okay, so this Ant-Man just has to take place after Ultron and before Civil War. Um, Because Ultron, they move to that new Avengers facility, which is the facility Ant-Man raids. And then before Civil War, because he shows up having already met people in Civil War. Then after Ant-Man, go directly to Captain America Civil War. um, And then... You're gonna, if you're doing the extended run, you can watch Marvel's Agents of Shield the entirety of season three. And after Captain America Civil War, go ahead and watch Spider-Man Homecoming. And that makes sense to have them directly after each other. And then after Spider-Man Homecoming, you can watch Marvel's Agents of Shield season four, episodes one through eight, Daredevil Season 2, Luke Cage, season one, Iron Fist season one, Defender, season one, Marvel's Agents of Shield season four, episodes nine through twenty-two, Inhuman season one. And then, and then probably we're gonna watch uh, Black Panther and uh, Infinity War. So there you go. There you have it. My recommended viewing order for the MCU, chronological-ish, mostly chronological. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it's gonna make it's gonna make sense for first time viewers. And that's the big thing. Chronological-ish and makes sense for the first time viewers. Yep. If you really, 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 really wanted to get nitpicky. We can argue that no, it's not technically in chronological order, but I think, I don't think it's going to be noticeably out of order at all. Unless you're like a student, a scholar of these things, and you're going over every detail, I don't think it's going to matter. All right. That is it. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it makes sense. I hope that you write some feedback about it. Uh, whether kind and generous or, or, or critiquing the list and saying that I don't know what I'm talking about. Either one is great because we want to hear from you, the listeners. Um, so yeah, nothing much else left to say except Godspeed. Yep. I said it. I said it myself. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast hosted by Ben Avery, Steve MacDonald, and Dr. Jace O'Neill. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. Please join in the conversation by visiting our website, strangersandaliens.com, where you will find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at or like us on Facebook at facebook.com strangers. Or you can leave us a voicemail on the Strangers and Aliens hotline. Just call one 37 alien And leave your message. And once again, thanks for listening. It's Iron Man the first one.